I'm joined today by Hannah. If you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your current role and what it involves. My name's Hannah. I'm on the Edison Engineering Development Programme at GE Aviation, which is a graduate scheme. I did a degree in electronic engineering, which I finished in 2018, and then I joined this straight after. I also did a placement at GE Oil & Gas, where I did electronic design and research. Fantastic. That sounds really interesting. What does a normal day look like for you at work? So for me, because I'm on rotations, I've done three eight-month rotations. My first rotation was essentially doing verification, so taking requirements, stuff that the customer tells us that they need for their product, and making sure that what our product does can do what it says that it will do. So that was my first one. Then my second one was essentially making tools, so making metrics and making stuff look pretty so that it could be presented to people and people can show the data and the statistics and show whether what we're doing is on time or not and whether it's good or not and then what I'm doing currently is software development for cybersecurity. so making tool for the cybersecurity team. It's using all of the skills that I've learned from my degree so a mixture of the hardware and the software combined with a huge amount of volunteering because I love doing volunteering, getting girls and getting kids to love STEM, so science, technology, engineering and maths. And so we do a lot of that and I love it. That sounds really, really fantastic. And it's great that you're passionate about getting girls into engineering and STEM as well. So who works in your team? So my team is a mixture of the more experienced engineers um, or analysts combined with the younger ones and interns and apprentices as well. It's a real mixture of people. So it's really nice to have like that whole range of experience going from the most senior people to the most junior people. Cause it means that you're able to get the fresh new ideas combined with the more seasoned people who have the experience of doing it for years. Have you worked on any interesting products? The most interesting product that I worked on that I kind of got a taste of really, didn't get to kind of properly work on it, was this thing that we run called Open Flight Deck, which is looking at the future of the cockpit. So you go onto a plane and, and you see a cockpit and it's like a load of different boxes basically and like a load and load of switches and buttons. So it's looking at how to take that and improve it for the future and make it look a lot better and a lot more awesome really if you can use screens and touch screens and stuff and have different customizable things maybe using stuff like ipads as well it's taking all of those different technologies and combining it and looking at how to improve it and that's kind of what we're doing at work in like one of the bits and it's so cool to see how they're doing it and how they're developing it and working with other companies it's pretty cool actually what would you say is the favorite part of your job and being on this graduate program i'm in a bit of a unique experience in that i absolutely love the volunteering side and the stuff that we do kind of outside the regular work because it's really cool to do the work that i do like i really enjoy it but i love being able to go out and run events and showing what we do to the public and being able to potentially inspire someone to you know, pursue a career and do something that I've done. Because the way that I found out that I was interested in engineering was by going to shows like the Big Bang Fair and the Gadget Show exhibition and watching people on TV. 
my theory is if we could inspire people to, to follow that path, then that'd be great because STEM careers are awesome, but you know, loads of people go in careers like medicine and dentistry and stuff, but there's so much more and engineering is so important in our lives. You know, it'd be just great to just have like more people coming in. I totally agree with you with regards to engineering. The world wouldn't exist as it does today without engineering. Completely. What would you say are the most important skills that you need to carry out your role, but also the volunteering work that you do? Definitely a lot of analysis. You can see the people who like doing the engineering things because they're the people who love doing the analysis, love going straight down into the data, love looking at stuff quite deeply. But then there's also the people who like looking at like the high level. So a mixture of that. And then there's also a leadership aspect comes in. And also just generally being enthusiastic and being able to say, oh yeah, you know, I'll do that. You know, I'll be able to help you. It's kind of a combination of all of the skills. So like the straight engineering and then the skills that you get from doing the degrees, the maths and the physics and the knowledge combined with the actual skills. And and obviously, you know, we work in teams a lot in engineering. So having people skills, I think that's the way that they put it these days being able to interact with other people like that is so important. Definitely. Thank you, Hannah. So you've already touched on how you found out about engineering through going to things like the Big Bang. Did you always know you wanted to be an engineer? When I was younger, I wanted to be a roller coaster designer. Being able to design roller coasters, that was like my absolute dream. But then I realized that, you know, I probably couldn't pursue that path. And so I just kind of left it for a while and just saw how things kind of went. And then maths and physics stuck out as the things that I really liked. It was when I was in year 11 and then year 12 and year 13, I was trying to figure out how I could combine my love of maths and physics to make something that was practical. Because doing stuff with your hands is so interesting and being able to actually make something rather than everything being theoretical, combining them to get engineering seemed really logical plus if you combine that with the fact that I did electronics for GCSE and in school the combination of all three kind of led me to doing an electronic engineering degree and I also did some small piece trust courses and took as many opportunities as I could just to make sure that it might have been the right thing and when I first thought about doing engineering I thought about doing chemical engineering but the reason I switched was because I fell asleep in the front row of a lecture hall when I was looking at universities, didn't mean to do that. And so I thought maybe chemical engineering isn't right for me. And so then I switched tacks and thought, oh yeah, actually I really liked electronics. So let's go for that instead. And as it turns out, it was great because doing a mixture of hardware and software was great, really interesting. And that's a really important skill to have these days because everything is made up of hardware and software. I mean, even my electric toothbrush has Bluetooth in. It's so important to have those skills, really. Thank you, Hannah. You've already mentioned which school subjects you enjoyed at school. If we could go through some of the subjects at school that you think are important for your current role and maybe give some examples of what you learned at maybe GCSE that sort of still apply now. Anything that's technology. So it's all about engaging the different skills that you learn. So even if it's the theoretical stuff that you're learning, it's learning how to take the analysis of that and apply that to real life stuff which is then what you kind of end up doing at uni mainly in GCSE you're looking at the theoretical stuff so stuff like Pythagoras and 
quadratic equations and all of like those types of formulas and then in physics you know maybe you look at like space stuff which is amazing and so cool and a bit of electronics from what I can remember and then you kind of then take them and then you get kind of one level up in a level and so then you start to look at it a bit more so stuff like Hooke's law I remember that really clearly because I remember doing the specific physics experiment with Hooke's law and then you start to take that and go more and more practical but you're still engaging the skills that you learned when you were in GCSE and then you take that and then go one level up to university where you kind of combined them got engineering and then you've taken this engineering thing where you've got all of the skills so you know how to kind of analyze and then it's just a question of applying the stuff that you've learned before into the practical aspects of electronics so the small things that you learn So I remember learning the basics of all of the electronic components at like quite a basic level at GCSE and A-level, but then you just take it one level up for university and then for the products that I work on at work, it's just literally one more level up. And so it's just about building the building blocks up and up and up. Also taking the communication skills kind of that you learn when doing languages and English, being able to communicate properly is something that's really, really important. So are there any myths or misconceptions around engineering or electronic engineering that you have come across that you might want to address? That's a really good question. There are a few that I would love to address. The first one is that engineering is just for boys. I've seen this so much. It's my absolute bugbear because as a, as a woman in STEM, in engineering, you know, whatever, whatever field you want to put me in, the skills that you need to do engineering, like they're not just male skills traditionally, they're, you know, they're skills that anyone can learn because it's analysis and communication and being able to read stuff. And so, you know, it's skills that everyone has. It's just a case that it's seen as a boys thing because boys jump in faster traditionally. And so if you remove the boys and just let the girls in, you know, the girls seem to be really interested in it and so it's a case of that engineering is for everyone and can be for everyone there are currently one million women working in stem careers and that's amazing because we're finally at the one million mark yay but you know there can be so many more and it's so important and then the other thing is that it's all theoretical i assure you engineering is not all theoretical there's so much stuff that we do that's really practical and it's really awesome and engineers aren't the people who come and fix your washing machine for example they're not just those type of engineers I mean you know I work on stuff that's going on planes Um, I know people who work on stuff that goes on trains people who work on turbines and propellers engineers range from everything they're not just just the people who come and fix your washing machine thank you Hannah so just to finish have you got any top tips or advice for young people just starting out My main top tip would be to be loud. Don't shy away. Don't be the quiet one. Show your opinion. Show how important you are. Show how passionate you are. And it's it's crazy how far that takes you. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't the loudest person. I mean, no, one of two women in my degree, and I became the head of my faculty for students. And the only reason I was able to do that was by being loud. And then I've been able to take those experiences and apply them to leadership. Be the loud one in the room. That would be, that would be my advice, especially for women in STEM. 
you want to show that you know you are the woman in STEM. You are there being the minority, being the representative, the representer, and it's something that's really important to do. Definitely. Perfect. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much for your time today, Hannah. It's been really, really great to talk to you. Really interesting to find out about your job and also about the passion behind why you got into engineering and your volunteering that you do as well. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.